Welcome to episode 45 of The Process, Your Dream Wall. Thank you for being here with me today. Appreciate you for coming. Change on me if you knew the truth Knowing I ain't the same person that was introduced Thank the Lord cause I don't look like what I've been through Here's a letter to you I'm back again Jesus on that cross, I had to rise again Time to get my blessings, time to get my blessings I had to live my life, I had to learn my lessons I had to keep that smile, but deep inside I'm stressing Just trying to keep my spirits from that deep depression Welcome to episode 45 of The Process. I am Amante Martin. Today we have Marcella Tapiero on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Marcella. What's going on? Hello, hello. What's going on? Uh, Could you tell the listeners where you're from? Yes, I am from um, Bergen County, New Jersey. Bergen County, New Jersey. What was it like growing up in this Bergen County, New Jersey for you? Um, it was very interesting. <laughs> uh, growing up, I um, we ended up traveling a lot due to my father being in the military, and so we somehow, some way, ended up in New Jersey, um, a little town called Bergenfield. And um, I mean, it was your average, I guess, high school, middle school, if you want to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, growing up, um, I pretty much uh, had an association in and out of school. Not too, not too excited about school, but always wanted to learn in a different form. Uh, I believe with creativity and with all of that happening there. Growing up in New Jersey, um, what did you, what was that thing that you wanted to be when you grew up? So for me, it was more of a desire to want to help women. I always had this thing where I definitely wanted to help women. Um, And I knew I had something to do with kids, but I wasn't too, too sure, too strong about it. So more in like the healthcare field, if you want to say that I grew or I started to grow a passion for in the healthcare industry and being around women. What career, what career path did you see yourself pursuing? Like middle school, high school age, what career path did you say, you know, that's that's what I think I want to do? So it was more of um, basically becoming a doctor, like a gynecologist. That was pretty much what I was pursuing myself to go into school for. Mm-hmm. And so when you went to college, um, is that what you were pursuing a degree in? So, um, I, I was going to NJCU, which was uh, New Jersey 
University down in Jersey City, mm-hmm. and I was in my second my second grade um, in um, my sophomore year in college, and pretty much I got stuck at a dead end point in my career, or I should say in my um, in my schooling, and I couldn't pass this one class. This one class it was called cell biology. Like it literally was like if it was yesterday happening. <laughs> And um, it was definitely just there, this class. And I felt a lot of pressure. I felt a lot of um, like disencur- like there was no encouragement. Um, and there was a lot of confusion at the same time. But I still knew that somehow, some way, I was going to get my, my foot in the healthcare field and still with a mind frame of staying around women. You know, like supporting, supporting each other in empowerment and all that. You were stuck at the one at the one class. Could you say you envision, you know, working in the uh, healthcare field and yes. potentially being a doctor and just knowing you couldn't get over that hurdle? Like, how does that make? How did that make you feel? Yeah. So I pretty much got stuck there, um, and I was about maybe nineteen. I want to say so. I didn't really have um, too many people by my side that were were, um, influencing me correctly, like pushing me, motivating me. And so I pretty much, you know, my, my, my teacher at the time as well, she pretty much told me like, hey, listen, like if you can't pass this class, like this is not for you. This career path is not for you. Like you're not gonna make it. And um, with that being said, I remember that day going to my dorm room and just like crying my eyes out and just saying like, man, I can't believe this. Like, what am I going to do now? You know, so just kind of going through that where I I was really mentally, um, I wasn't as strong, I guess you want to say. I didn't have enough confidence within myself to say, hey, Marcella, like, you know, it's okay. Like, you know, you got to go harder. You got to study more. You got to, um, you know, maybe get some mentoring, you know. So um, I pretty much made a decision and just said um, because of that influence of that teacher telling me, like, you're not going to make it. Those words literally, like, stay grounded in my life for a very long time where I felt like this was just not for me, which eventually I actually dropped out of college and ended up going to a different college. And how was that transitioning, you know, leaving that behind and transitioning to the next college that you went to? So by the time I ended up going into my next um, uh, university, which was St. Peter's University, um, I was already, I already had my son who was three, three to four months years old. And that transition was extremely hard for me. But I knew that I had a mission in life and I knew that I wanted to finish what I started. So no matter what, I said to myself, I need to finish what I started. I don't I don't give up easily. <laughs> and I said to myself, if you know, God wants something different for me, which clearly that that's what ended up happening. Um uh, maybe the blessing was that I was supposed to have my son and who ended up, you know, giving me more blessing than pursuing possibly going down that path of the doctor field. Yeah, you made me think about uh, <laughs> a Nipsey quote. He said, there's no um, force in this world like a focused drive. Um, 
you know, it's nothing when you have your mindset on something, there's nothing that's going to stop you um, right. from achieving that goal. So I, that makes me think, you know, you're going in, you have, you have a son, and now you're focused and determined to finish. But what did you choose to study at that time and why? So at that point, um, I had basically all of my classes that I took at NJCU, they pretty much transferred right over. So I only had like a year, give or take, like a year and a half left. And um, I decided I'm, I was going to pursue to go into business. Um, I've kind of always felt like I had an entrepreneur mindset, I guess if you want to say. And I said, you know what, business can take me through a lot of different ways. You know, if I stay in the medical field, if I one day want to open up my own business. But at the time, I had no idea what, like mentally, I was preparing myself for the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so once you graduated and you got over that hurdle, um, yeah. how did that feel uh, knowing what you've been through prior? So I felt, I felt very, very good. Um, I felt it was, it was a lot of struggling when I was going my last year and a half because my son was three months. So I would literally work my nine to five and then go to school from six to nine. So my mother was actually watching my son while I was in school. And um, it was really, really hard. So when I ended up graduating, I was like, wow, my son will never remember this. <laughs> and, you know, he will never forget the fact that I'm not by his side. So it made me very proud that I was able to accomplish everything, even going through the obstacles and the struggles. Yeah, I totally understand juggling, you know, being a parent. Mm -hmm. Also, going to school, once you graduated with your bachelor's in business, uh, what, what was next for you? So, it was in the healthcare industry. Um, so, I basically pursued my goal where ultimately my mind frame was always like, all right, I knew I wanted to be in the medical field and I kind of always said to myself, I'm going to run an office or I'm going to run the floor of a, of, of, of a hospital. That was my always, that was always my mind frame saying like, Hey, my next step is I'm going to get my foot into the door of a doctor's facility or the, doc or the healthcare industry. And I'm going to basically run an office. And sure enough, in a matter of two years, I ended up going to supervisor and then I ended up going to um, management position. So I was definitely blessed there. Um, but once again, I believe that it took a lot of um, leadership skills. I believe it took a lot of, you know, struggling, a lot of coaching, a lot of training. Uh, and a lot of willing to say, hey, you know what, I, this is where I'm at right now and I want to grow more and more into my career. Taking a step back, I wanted to ask, what advice would you give to um, like a non-traditional student going back to school, whether it be someone older or someone, a single parent or parent going back to school? What advice would you give them navigating that, that going back to college? Um, I mean, I would say to them like, just envision the next five to ten years of your life where do you want to be what do you want to do how much income do you want to produce where's your passion like what is your true passion i think that's 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 what i would like if i wish i can go back to myself pretty much i would mm -hmm. literally say hey marcella like 
what what like what ideas do you have like what creativity do you have what gifts do you feel that you are going to be able to impact thousands and thousands of people like what exactly is it and then whatever it is basically go in like you know go in don't look left don't look right tunnel vision focus and go get it i agree well, that's some useful information speaking of now you're the founder and creator of um, Dreamwall. Um, yeah. How did that vision, how did you get that vision and when did you start? So, um, I want to say that I developed, once I graduated college, I got introduced to Entrepreneur Lifestyle slash Marketing Network, um, where basically I was introduced to like a different lifestyle, you know, um, understanding that I don't have to work a nine to five to create, let's say, you know, $70,000, $80,000. I I didn't have to work a nine to five. You know, I didn't know that. Another thing was I didn't know that there was such thing as residual income, meaning you do the work once and you get a paycheck every single month, no matter what. Um, I, you know, there was just so many things that I was not open or aware of. And so once I got into that type of lifestyle, my mind started, my mind started shifting a lot, like a lot. And so, um, we're going to go back to the women and the kids. Um, I, from, like I had said from before, I felt that I always had something. I always had a desire that I felt that I had to be in, like I had to be around women that I was going to be able to guide, but at the same time, I was going to be able to be fed fed with if that makes sense so Mm -hmm. they were they were feeding me the right the right information to take me to the next level or to take all of us to the next level and so basically the healthcare industry is a good percentage of it is women and unfortunately because of the way that some of these facilities are ran there's not proper leadership so when there's not proper leadership everything kind of trickles down to your employees and people not feeling satisfied and and etc. So um, I was really going through a very hard time in this office mentally wise because I had so much creativity and so many ideas to bring more revenue into the practice and um, basically just generate new ideas with marketing, with social media, you know, like all these different types of plans. And it was kind of like brushed off in a sense. Um, but and, and, and I knew the value that I can bring. Like I knew what I was worth. And I believe that when you know you're worth, it's game over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like nobody can tell you who you are and what you are. So um, I started formalizing on the side um, while I was working. I started formalizing um, basically what, what we have now, which is your dream wall. So I was starting to create instead of, you know, creating for, for this company that I was already with for seven years. You know, I wanted to come out with social media with them. They didn't believe in that. So I started creating my own platform. Um, I started creating my own ideas for my business. And I didn't really know exactly what I was doing at the time, but I knew that God had placed something in my heart that I needed to share with the world. So what was it like going from that idea phase until, you know, the launch phase of your idea? Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, so it took, so from today, it's, it, it basically evolved three years ago, but it actually did not launch till last year. <laughs> so basically, it took two years of me being able to be confident um, to walk away from my job, my nine to five, that was basically my full time income. Um, and basically taking like a huge leap of faith and saying, you know what, this is what I believe I'm destined for. Um, also, my current, the current job that I was working at, there, it was just so many signs that were just not mixing with my destiny as well. So, you know, to me, I started saying to myself, the money isn't really worth it anymore for me. So I think that's another thing when you realize that the income that you're producing at the moment and you're willing to walk away with it, you know, you're willing to walk away like saying, hey, today's Friday. Today's my last day that I get paid Monday. There's no money coming in. I mean, that's like literally like you got to have like some crazy faith. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, that's pretty much what I did. And from that moment, that Monday, I remember waking up that Monday and saying like, wow, like, you know, I I'm this is all me now. You know, I'm responsible for my life now and I'm responsible for the next steps that are about to come into my life right now. And so from that moment, I decided I need to launch my business and I need people to see what it is that I'm doing at a higher level. And so we basically started creating and we started promoting and we started going into schools and we started going into, you know, different places. And out of these places, let's say, let's say we went to 10 places, eight people wanted to book us. So clearly we had something that was valuable and that, that was, um, it, it was ready to be in the market in those type of areas and so we just started you know going going in into that direction mm -hmm. i want to take a step back and ask you about you know when god puts places something on your heart because that made me think of the pod, this podcast and um, mm -hmm. i felt like god put something on my heart just because of my own life experiences um, and I talked to my co-host about it. And he was like, let's go. And we kind of just did it. You know, we didn't know what it was going to look like, what it was going to sound like. Didn't have any logos or anything. We just kind of went with it. <laughs> and, <laughs> so I want to ask you, you know, you know, how did you know that the board, the dream wall and the, and the board and the words, that was a part of your calling, a part of the seed that God put into you? So that's another great question. You got some really good questions. <laughs> um, so I was praying a lot. Um, I was really going mentally through a lot of distress. And I was literally praying to God. And I was like, Father, like, whatever you want me to do, like, just show me. Like, just show me. And so um, there's a scripture that there's two scriptures that at the time that literally followed me like everywhere I went it was it was like freaky and like weird <laughs> and like I knew it was him and so one of the scriptures was um Jeremiah 29 11 and it was for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope in the future that scripture I literally would see like like three times a day randomly like random like I'm talking about random and so I felt like 
that was my leap that I had to move forward. And then the next scripture after that was Habakkuk two uh, two, and it's and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision down and make it plain upon the tables. So when I got that, I literally knew like I had to write down my visions, and so. I would have dreams. I would have dreams of words. I would um, have like, you know, these dreams where I would literally wake up and I had my notebook next to me and I would just write these, write, write whatever it was that I dreamt about. And um, once again, I didn't know what it was. I just knew that it was something and I felt that it was something that I had to write down. So. Um, I also started reading scripture a lot. So because I was reading scripture, I felt a lot of words that were being called to me. And so I would write those words down and I would literally post them like everywhere in my house. And basically that's kind of like how everything started evolving. So I literally would write post-its everywhere. My friends would come over and they would be like, hey, like this is pretty cool. Even though there's post-its like all over my house. And so from there, um, I started, that's how I basically started creating and creating our dream cards, which are basically words. And then in the background of the words, there's either designs or um, different fonts of the words, uh, like cool looking or for kids, you know, kid, kid friendly looking. And so that's pretty much like how it, how it formalized itself. Well, and so once you started to do that and do the post sticks and mm-hmm. you know, identify words that meant things to you, um, when did you know like mm-hmm. you know, this is it? You know, this is this is what <laughs> I want to package and sell. You know what I mean? Like yes. this, this is you know what I want to I want to start my business on my foundation. Yes. So um, I was making them in my house, and I had like I said, I had people coming over, and my sister happened something happened to her house where she literally had to move into my house for like a month, and people she just had a baby, so people came to visit the baby, and basically that's when it all started. Um, people were asking like, hey, you know, where did you get this from? Did you get this from Target? Did you get this from Walmart? And I was like, no, like, I, like I made it. And then it was just that was it. Like it was game on after that, you know. And then that person was like, hey, like, you know, how much do you charge for it? Like, like, you know, can you make one for for my daughter? Can you make one for my husband? Can can you make one for you know one of my friends? And from that moment, that's when I realized, like, oh my gosh, I think this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe that God gives each of us our own talents. Right. Um, mm-hmm. No matter what it is, um, and I feel like I identify that as our fingerprint mm-hmm. um, because that separates us in in our unique abilities. So you know, thinking about your fingerprint and what God the seed that He sowed into you, you know, how did you just? What was that thing that was just like, you know what? I can step on faith, and I believe that this is my calling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Um when you're in the process of when you're in the process of delivering your gift from God um two things so if you're being obedient to your calling which means like you're literally sacrificing um certain things that you would put in front of you um in front of you like 
if you're putting something in front of you, that means you're putting something in front of your kids, in front of everything. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I was pretty much like idolizing my job, like for everything. And so I feel like when I let go of that and I let go to the attachment of security with my income, because that was something that like I was always like on top of. Mm -hmm. I feel like ever since I let go of that and I say, you know what, God, like just I'm trusting you and I'm going full out and I believe that you have something bigger and better for me. Um, I believe that once you take that step, but you're being obedient to 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 the calling, you just know. And 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 on top of all that, there's gonna be a mixture of people telling you things, you know, and it's good things, you know. I mean you're gonna hear bad and good, but you're gonna start attracting the good things because that's the way God works. When you're following his steps, when you're when you're seeking and you're asking he's going to receive he's going to give you you know and and we're here to open up our hands and receive what he has for us so it's really just being obedient to your calling and understanding like you know what what's the worst that's going to happen okay this didn't work out all right maybe maybe i do need to go you know work maybe i do need to work on myself more you know maybe i do need to pray a little more to figure out exactly what it is that i have to do here and I think I think that's a part of the process, right? That's like the part that we're molded and shaped, I guess, to right. fit that calling. What what advice would you give someone who also feels that they have, you know, a gift and a seed and something on, tugging at their heart that they want to do, but they just don't know where to start? Yeah. So um, we actually just had that. We just had that call last week as well. Um, where we, you know, we got asked that question by a couple of our uh, our members on our on our team, wow. and we basically just said to them, like, listen, you gotta write down what you're truly passionate about, like with no strings attached. Like I'm talking about, don't think about what your parents think, don't think about what your what your bank account says, don't think about what nobody thinks. Like just you write down what you're passionate about, what you what you love, like what you desire. Each of us, we're all gifted with a desire inside of our hearts. And that's God. That's our calling. But the thing is, a lot of us, we, we focus too much on what our parents are going to say or what our significant other is going to say or what our bank account looks like. Like, I know... I can't even think about that because I know if I think about that, that's going to cost me over a hundred, a hundred grand, you know, yeah. year or whatever it is. So it's like really acting out on full faith and, 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 and letting that fear, like just put that fear to the side. And, and if I can give you a pen and paper right now, I want you to write down five things that you are truly passionate about. And, and basically that's what they did. You know, they wrote, they wrote it down and we started, we're following up with them every single week and we're holding ourselves accountable and them accountable as well by saying like, what's the next steps that we got to do to take this to the next level? Wow. Not, not, nothing's impossible. Mountains can be moved. Miracles are always being made, but, but it's, it's, it's you that's going to take you to the next level. Yeah, it takes that step, mm -hmm. that step of faith, that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. yeah, it, it does take action. So 
where where do you see like where are you now with Dreamwall and where do you see or envision the brand going in the future? So we are so right now COVID-19 has blessed us. <laughs> um we are I mean we're we're just we're in a fun place right now I want to say because we are thinking we are literally forced to be thinking outside the box right now because of COVID-19 and right now this season will either lead break people or make people you know your entrepreneurs are going to be striving or they're going to be sitting on the couch watching watching others strive you know so right now we have been in in the background you know just coming up with different ideas doing virtual workshops um creating different packages of how we can package out you know donate to our to our um hospitals donate to our covid-19 patients you know we're really putting and formalizing different types of formulas to be able to produce for our future because once this is over we're going to come out even stronger and better you know we're not being stagnant right now right now is the time where you got to literally put your head down and think of how many ways can I, can we create something because we can't you know be in contact with somebody um but within the last year we're going to say we have been able to um we we've been able to create 500 dream boards so we were around that number hitting the 500 bracket which we have been extremely blessed and honored and we're so grateful for every single person who has easily donated who has gifted somebody who has purchased it for themselves and um from that product we then created workshops so now those workshops is basically was taking us to the next level as well so that's being able we're being able to go into schools we're being able to go into universities we're being able to go to you know women's shelters um a lot of women entrepreneur workshops have you know been calling us so we're excited about everything um and i know covid-19 has been it's been it's been a little it's been a little how can i say it's it's been very interesting you know the way everything has been working but there's 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 things behind it that like i said we have to strive and we have to be positive about the situation and know that we're going to come out better yeah it it does give us a lot of time to kind of meditate on on the vision and a strategic plan on how we can attack once this is, <laughs> once this is over uh, it's kind of like a blessing in disguise I was going to ask you so looking back you know over your life so far and all the phases that you've been through uh, what does trust in the process mean to you Wow trusting the process to me it means oh man it means like literally don't don't allow fear like just don't give it not 1% to come into your mind to come into your your heart you know um trusting the process i always look back to uh, we have um we have a a picture of uh, like give or take maybe about 50 different pictures of workshops you know of kids of people holding our boards and literally we we look at that and we say wow like this is faith filled right here you know this is trusting the process right now 
and just knowing like we can't look back we just got to keep we got to keep going we got to keep motivating and there's so many people that that really really need to hear positive things that need to hear you know gratitude things that need to hear just even one word you know just one word can literally shift your mind one word and either it's going to be something positive or it's going to be something negative so we're here to basically impact globally um you know hitting countries we got called already from two different countries and right now it's on hold because of covid-19 but we were actually supposed to be leaving this upcoming saturday uh to colombia south america um wow. with this with this idea so basically no fear and 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 keep keep going Um you kind of mentioned it earlier but what advice would you give your younger self looking back and reflecting now at the position you're in what advice would you give your younger self So I would probably give myself more patience um more more patience more confidence back then you know cuz back then I felt like the world was 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 moving me and now I'm moving the world. <laughs> like now I'm in control of my life versus before the world was in control of my life, you know, my surroundings, my influence and it's like now I have a hold. So if there's anything that I could say to the little Marcella, <laughs> it would have been have have patience, trust in the process and believe that everything is going to be good. that everything is going to be great. So living like a purpose-driven life. Uh, mm-hmm. What obstacles or challenges have you had to overcome um during this process? So, I would probably say um it, it's it's a good it's a good obstacle. <laughs> But um I would say when we started getting calls from different states, we had to start structuring ourselves better. So being prepared. So um meaning right now, let's say let's just say you know right now is your down season even though right now it's not our down season but we're just going to make pretend right now is your down season. Mm-hmm. So behind closed doors, you know, what are you doing? What are you focusing on? Are you sitting and you're watching Netflix or you're sitting and you're reading a book and you're growing, you're stretching yourself? Because when the time comes that you do get that phone call from another country or from a different state or a thousand you know a thousand orders coming in how prepared are you are you mentally prepared are you ready you know so i think that that's probably something i would say that that, that has gifted us to become wiser to become stronger and and like learn more mm-hmm. like learn as much as you can you know i do have to say that when you know when your business starts um traveling in different directions mm-hmm. um in different states it's very exciting it's it, it it's very exciting and it's also a little scary <laughs> yeah <laughs> um because remember you came up with this idea so if you notice everything right now that's around you it was because it was somebody's idea and they took full action behind that idea so each and every one of us at least a year they say that 
we have about, I think it's like anywhere from seven to 10 ideas that are multi-million dollar ideas. But out of, so think about how many people are on this planet. And then think about if each of us have seven to 10 multi-million dollar ideas, think about the percentage of the people who actually take it to the next level, that idea. So um, I say that because I believe that when you're given an idea and you feel truly passionate about it, you got to act on that idea. Like you, like, like you just have to. And that's definitely something that I can say that I have been so driven and so motivated and like, I've never felt like this in my life. And, um, you know, we're excited. We're excited about everything. We're excited for you. We hope that, you know, everything that you do continues to bless the people that right. the workshops that the people who are attending and you know bless you all also so you can continue to do the work that you do um are there any lasting words that you want to leave with the listeners yes stay motivated stay influenced by the right community your 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 surroundings is going to influence you and going to impact you literally so it's literally going to impact you in a positive way for your future or it's going to just make you stay stagnant where you're at in your life right now and then my my fear has always been like when i'm you know 60 70 years old i don't ever want to look back and say man you know i wish i would have just tried to do that you know i wish i could have just taken that 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 flight or i wish i could have just taken that idea and and showed it to you know 100 people so if there's anything that I could say is just empower each other, always be creative and become the person who you were born to be. Uh, where could the listeners find you to connect to Dreamwall and the movement that you all have going on? Yes. So um, you guys can check us out on our website. We have our website, yourdreamwall.com, or you can check us out on our social media platforms, which are Instagram. It's um, your uh, underscore dream wall. And, um, you know, we are, like I said, we're super excited about everything that's happening. And right now, right now we're doing a six week course. We're on week four right now. It's free. There's nothing, there's no strings attached. Um, And so we're just asking people to just come out and just share their stories with us and you know let's just network and have a good time through this crisis right now let's create this concludes episode 45 of the process thank you for listening they're chanting trust the process (laughs) trust the process trust the process i think the main thing for me was trying to decide on who am i and like what i want to be how I want to be remembered like that was my thing you know oftentimes I think about like my legacy and like the mark that I want to leave not only on the industry but the effect that I want to leave on people being a whole human being going through my obstacles going through the things that I'm going through and not to only broadcast these things but for it to inspire change